Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Once again, Midflight Brawl is brought to you by our good mates, at Heaps Normal. If you don't know about Heaps Normal, I'll give it to you. A little rundown, Ric Flair style. Delicious. Woo! Refreshing. Woo! Award-winning. Woo! Independent. Woo! Non-alcoholic beer. Woo! The Quiet XBA, their original one. World Beer Awards, World's Best Style winner. Kicked ass in the Gab's Hottest 100 Aussie Craft Beer Charts. And it's non-alcoholic. They've got a half-day hazy non-alcoholic. Another lager non-alcoholic. And their new coffee run stout, which has the the coffee beans from Newcastle, floozy coffee. It's great stuff. If you want to give it a crack, heapsnormal.com. Chuck in duty free at checkout. Help the boys out at MFB HQ and get free shipping around Australia. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty-free and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-air madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-air brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gulf. At LAX, thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. How is the lady that's not in the I hope this crashes. Out the fucking door! Welcome to Mid-Fly Brawl. Any tip rack can fly now, and here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody, and I am solo. For the intro, our good mate Heggy is flying back after his holiday in his adopted homeland. Coming back from home, obviously a bit flat after the Matildas kicked the fuck out of him in the Women's World Cup. Fucking go get them, girls. Carlitelis. I'd love to say I watched the whole thing. I didn't. I turned on for the penalties. Um, that's not a women's soccer thing either. That's all soccer. I'll wait until the very end, then I'll check out what's going on. Fuck me, what a time to tune in, though. 20 penalty kicks, a record. The men or women's World Cup um, penalties, 20 kicks. Good times. But Heggy's not here this week. He's flying back. He's a part of the episode. That'll kick off shortly. He has missed a massive week in the skies, though, here down under in Australia. Uh, passenger on a Malaysian Airlines flight. Flight took off from Sydney Airport. He's decided to hop up in the aisle and drop a bit of this. And obviously the pilot thought, fuck this. Turned it around, landed back in Sydney. Apparently there was a bomb threat. Everything was fine. Uh, 
in the end, obviously. That bloke needs a little time out. Have a little time out, buddy. Can't blame the booze on this one. They landed back. Uh, passengers on social media, though, very good. I think Americans on the news, like local news, Americans are the best. Um, but Aussies on social media after a, after an incident, pretty good. Uh, this was from Sammy Marks on Twitter. Landed back in Sydney at about 3.45am, still on the plane with this guy who's arced up. He's used arced up or she. I don't know. They've used arced up in a tweet. Pretty good. Still on the plane with this guy who's arced up again and tried to take on a passenger who stood up to him. Lord help us if we ever have a more serious incident. Captain came over to Intercom saying the authorities are still formulating a plan to get us off the plane safely. Lucky we're not on fire. We'd all be toast by the time the talking heads got their shit together. Good stuff there from Sammy Marks on Twitter. So this bloke, stock standard, bit of religious chat, may have a bomb, let's turn it around. Good work, everyone involved for sorting that out. Uh, overseas though, America, once again, yeah, I know, yeah, Australia, we see what you've done. Let's try and one-up you. 33-year-old a doctor from Boston on a flight from Honolulu to Boston allegedly masturbating and exposing himself to a 14-year-old girl. Now, you know, these sort of stories come in threes. So we've got religious bloke up top, masturbating doctor, and whatever the fuck Heggie's currently doing on his flight. I'm, uh, I'm going to go to bed tonight, and I look forward to reading about it first thing in the morning when I wake up. Um, covered himself with a blanket. Doing Obviously, not great stuff after under there. The blanket's falling off. The teenager's has seen what's happening. She's alerted people. She's moved seats. Um, how's this, though? He's been charged with one count of lewd, indecent, and obscene acts while in the special aircraft jurisdiction of the United States. You'd think, hey, if you're having a wank next to a teen on a plane, you'd probably, I don't know, get shot or something. It is America. Walk the green mile. Nah, maybe 90 j- days in prison. Up to one year of supervised release and a fine of up to $5,000. Honestly, you could get that in Australia for doing a burnout with an illegal muffler. What the fuck is going on with Sky Justice? It changes all the time. Um, the team, though, then told the cops that the doc was on the plane next to it. On the other side was a female companion who was making small talk with, the quote was, they were asking each other basic level questions such as, what is your favourite colour? Which minor A found strange, the filing states. That is weird. Whatever the answer was, obviously, fucking barred him up. He got excited. I don't know if there's any colour that gets me that fired up, especially to jerk off on a plane. Wouldn't do it myself, but hey, I'm not a Boston doctor. Anyway, there's a massive episode this week. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for telling all your mates. If you want to come along and see a live show, we've got two coming up. Sydney, September 9. Well, there's three shows, actually. We had a 4 p.m. show. Kinsellis, that is sold out. So we've added a 2 p.m. show. A few tickets still available for that. And then it's 7 p.m. that night. Uh, so if you want to come to them all, 2 p.m. and 4 p.m. live mid-flight brawls will be completely different. Then at 7 p.m., I'm doing a Nick Cody and Friends, which is a stand-up show. Uh, obviously, you know one of the other guests that'll be on it for sure. Your mate. He'll be on there for sure with some other good mates. 
That'll be a cracker night. But if you want to come along to any of those, 4 p.m. obviously sold out. So 2 p.m. and the stand-up show left, midflightbrawl.com for tickets. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the app, And uh, Heggy will be back for the intro next week. Let's do it. Woo! All right, mate. This week, we're looking at Jet 2 flight. Oof. Uh, June 17, 2016, Spain to Scotland. Just generic Spain. Oh. I, I wrote down the the uh, the airports, but we'll get there later. <laughs> uh, this is our hero today is none other than Kyle Falconer. 30 right. years old from Dundee, Scotland, the Dryburg area, in fact. Uh, Brian Cox from Succession. Oh, yeah. He's from Dundee. Did you watch that? Uh, I watched the first two seasons. The first one flying over to Edinburgh for Daniel Sloss's wedding and the second season flying back. And then yeah. I think I said it on here, our mate Bart ruined it for me. I was like, there was something about it that I didn't like. And he said, yeah, because it's business bold and the beautiful. Oh, right. Yeah, kind of. I, I quite like that there's not one character that's redeemable mm. in any way. There's yeah. none. You just go, yeah, good bloke, <laughs> nice person, <laughs> nice woman. No, all of them, grim. And you can get through a whole episode and they've not said a thing. Yeah. That's, that management speak. Oh, that's what does my head in though. And they're yeah. always um, – no one's ever at the same level. They're never all around. Even if they're at a board meeting, someone's standing up, someone for some reason's laying on their back, stretching on the floor, someone's perched up on a fucking cabinet like a gargoyle. They're well, never just all. People like that act. Though. It's all over the shop. Yeah. I mean, that's how the billionaires act. They're always, yeah, <laughs> it's pretty good. Always taking the temperature of the have room. You seen, have you seen it all? On the same page. Uh, I believe so. Yes, uh-huh. yeah, I have. Yeah. yeah. Should I push through? Oh, I I really enjoyed it. Yeah, like it's as good the whole way through. I thought, but anyway. Well, I got another got another big flight coming up. That as mate, you'd remember having a four year old and a two year old and a few fucking jobs. The idea, my dad will go, mate. I've got three new TV shows for you to watch. You go, cool, man. Write it down, and in sixteen years, hand me the note with the info on there because absolutely, I don't know when the fuck it's going to happen. Yeah, they should really make 10 to 15-minute episodes of good shows, <laughs> not just shit cartoons and stuff, like good shows that are 15 minutes for people in your position. Yeah, yeah, I can handle that. 15 <laughs> a day. Then I'm asleep. Me or stories. these will wake up or something. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's your story time. Well, there was uh, someone, um, there was a an NFL player who was the less successful uh, player than his brother, Carson Palmer gun player, but his younger brother, Jordan Palmer, made a an app. It was like when to pee or need, need I pee? I forget what it was called, but it was sort of uh, 2006, 2007 when apps were yeah. sort of becoming a thing. And it was whatever movie you were watching, you could type it in and it could tell you when you could just go to the toilet, how long you've got. Oh, I thought this was going to be much worse than that. But yeah, okay. <laughs> What he'd say this is the most boring five minute section. Yeah, it's like three minutes section. Go. This adds nothing to the film. Right. You got four minutes. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. Pretty good. But then you got people's phones pinging during the movies. <laughs> Tell them to go to the toilet. Uh 
You know who else though is from Run, Dundee? Sorry, Run P. It's called Run P. Still around, still yeah. there now. Yeah, it says uh, it, the inspiration came after watching Peter Jackson's remake of King Kong, a three-hour-long movie. <laughs> well, you just have a three-hour-long turd or something instead. <laughs> really enjoy yourself. Run P. What about people who can't run? So how, what have they done oh, there? Geez. Well, again, that's when it Whatever. was made, 2008. Ish. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Call people names still. Uh, you know who else is from Dundee? This is a hectic story of larrikinism gone mad. Uh, Robert Moan, or could be Moni, M-O-N-E, born 1948, bullied by his father, oh. sexually assaulted by a family friend as a child, oh, depressed Jesus. when his grandfather died, lived with his grandmother, yeah. expelled from his high school, St. John's in 1964, so he joined the army. Oh. Blokes like this should always get uniforms and guns. Went back to the school that he was expelled from in his uniform. Never a good look. No. Uh, unless you're doing a speech. And um, held a needle class of 12 girls and their pregnant teacher hostage. There was a, there was a standoff. So he's uh, shot a few rounds. Teacher died after he shot her in the back. Oh. And, pregnant uh, teacher? Yeah, Oof. a sniper had him in his sights but was told not to shoot him. Tell you what, that wouldn't happen in the greatest country on earth. Bang. <laughs> Fuck no. They wouldn't even know what Link Cafe was, would they? <laughs> I, was about, I was about to say, this does oh. sound a bit Martin Placey. <laughs> uh, Moan, as a result of this, he was put in a mental hospital in 1968. After the, after the conviction... You know his, what? His now, if this if this happened now, the two biggest problems were that it was all women in the needling class, mm. and that there were mental hospitals. Yeah, that would be the issue in twenty twenty three. They're just hospitals now. <laughs> uh, after the conviction, his dad, the bully, murdered his aunt and two other women in Dundee. And three years into his sentence, he was stabbed to death by another inmate. Didn't have much of a chance, Robert. Did he? Nineteen seventy six. Moan and his lover and fellow patient Thomas McCulloch, who was there for a shooting two employees, not to death, in a restaurant. He shot two employees of a restaurant after a dispute over what? Hold on. This is Scotland. Yeah, different bloke. Became this- a Robert's mate after shooting two restaurant employees over oh, a dispute. Oh, it's going to be like a. It'll be a discount on something, like he got char- or he got charged too much, or no. But I like your stereotyping here. <laughs> it's the it's, only uh, way to go. No, it's um too little butter for his bread roll. Fuck, wasn't far off. You got to give the sweaty socks a lot of butter. <laughs> they like butter. Don't ever forget that. The uh, the pair planned it. Their escape for six months. Um, rope ladder, fake IDs, cash. Killed another inmate, oh, a geez. nurse. And a cop in the oh, escape. Wow. Was it actually a nurse and a cop, or was it just two other inmates in costumes? You never know. That that would be my defence. We all say costume. <laughs> oh, he thought he was. I was mental. I thought he was in a strip club for <laughs> for seven years. Uh, drove off in the panda car that belonged to the dead cop. High speed chase ensued with the two being apprehended, and then he got put in a proper, proper prison this time. And after planning more escapes and mounting a rooftop protest over his conditions has gone on to become Scotland's longest-serving prisoner. 
Oh, congrats. Someone's got to do it. Now he transcribes books into Braille and studies law and philosophy. Dare to dream big. Wow. Makes you think, doesn't it? (laughs) Certainly does. Anyway, Dundee. That's incredible that, you know, someone like a blind person is reading your favourite book in Scotland right now, Matthew McConaughey, (laughs) Greenlights, and they're reading that in Braille thanks to this bloke. I'd say McConaughey, being a bit of a MacGyver type himself, would would braille up his own books. Oh, you think? think. (laughs) Yeah. He'd have all the tools. He'd be, yeah, he'd be doing that over the the campfire sessions. All right, all right, all right. Uh, For his little, remember his uh, The Art of Living? It starts with him on the bongo. Yeah, I remember it well. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The Art of Living shouldn't be. I shouldn't be allowed to have that. Do you remember what his son said to him about the school camp? I love you, Dad, or something. I don't know. Remember, this is the whole point of the art of living. This is why he's Yeah, what was it again? Because his five- or six-year-old son was about to go on school camp mm. and he said, what do you hope to get out of it? And he said, I just want to meet new people and try cool things. <laughs> That's right. It's yeah. like, shut up, cunt. This, yeah. Man, I, I love I've got a five-year-old. I've got a five-year-old who, from all accounts, seems to be pretty switched on. Yeah. I don't think within a year he's telling me that's what he wants to do at camp. Absolutely not. He would have heard they got marshmallows or something. <laughs> Even the smartest yeah. kids saying something stupid like that. Yeah. I fucking hate toddler philosophers. Yeah. Like there's people who put up on social media, oh, we learned so much from our child. He said, if only I could trade all our Christmas presents to feed more Africans, we could learn from him. Little Blaze, it's brilliant. Yuck. <laughs> Dundee, though, home to our hero today, Kyle Falconer. Kyle's dad, not a bully, but he did die when Kyle was 16 uh-huh. and his mum when he was 22. Oh, so, let him off. Kyle turned to drugs yeah, after this. Mm. And he also got into music. So those two well. cancel each other out. Kyle, <laughs> lead singer of Scottish band The View. I've not heard of them. They had a catchy three-minute tune that came out of the mid-2000s, I think. Oh. Some other stuff that the Scots may be nostalgic for, if that's their youth. I looked at a film clip and Kyle looked like a child at the time. I think he's very young. Uh, He's dabbled in rock and roll and the lifestyle of it more so. They were known for their partying, the view. Yeah. They get drunk at soundcheck and just keep it on. Like just keep getting on it from then till the gig. Right. He became known for collapsing and or vomiting on stage. You know those people who get like yeah. the they see how someone acts and they take that part of it and go, Got that part down, Pat. Yeah. Now I'm just gonna be a good musician and it's over. It's like people who <laughs> like they see that Einstein dressed the same way every day forever and they go, I'll do that. Forgetting that you've also got to be a brilliant <laughs> physicist. Yeah, it's like the uh, the uh, Jim Jeffries. Drinking on stage and dropping C bombs. Yeah, you go. Oh, you, you forget he's actually pretty switched on. Was one of Australia's best opera singers. Yeah, he's a, he's a cluey guy. And then the imitator Jim Jeffries get up and start marching lesbians out of the room. First thing they do, <laughs> go. Oh no, he does other stuff as well. <laughs> he also spits on curtains <laughs> and screams. Uh, he said. Once Kyle said that before he goes to bed at night, he thinks of getting married to Stevie Nicks in her prime. <laughs> so 
I I reckon in her prime is such a quick ascension to grub. You could be the best bloke that if you say anyone, any female name and then in her prime. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) She's still alive. Ageism is alive and well, isn't it? Why not Stevie Nicks now, Kyle? Mm. In her prime. Kyle, in uh, 2007, got kicked out of the USA for drug use, and that fucked them up. Like the band were, you know, they couldn't tour there anymore, couldn't go there. Phil found a tiny bit of coke on him, $150 street value, in fact. It's not that much, is it? Not not in Australia. (laughs) Oh, that'd be, what would that be, a pinprick worth? (laughs) Fuck all. Even less in Perth. Yeah. Anyway, they're in Reus Airport in Spain, R-E-U-S. It's a two-hour, 50-minute flight to Glasgow. Kyle was was traveling home from a holiday in Catalonia with his wife, Laura Wilde. Maybe they were connoisseurs of vermouth, as Reus is known for it. A lot of of Russians go to Reus. Uh, I reckon Russians, they're the current... English slash Aussies of, in terms of misbehaving touristers. Yeah. Everywhere. They're in, they've infested Thailand and yep. all the other hot spots are just rammed with Russians and they've got a different philosophy. I wouldn't mind going to, is it Pattaya or Pattaya in Thailand? Yeah. Because that, I think a lot of our, you know, where you see like bikey slash bodybuilder in the newspaper in trouble, over, it's always Pattaya. It's a, but then a lot of Russians are there too, which is like, what a... What a great spot. Mm. That's, you know. I wouldn't be misbehaving in front of Russians. I don't know. Like the, they can, I don't know, don't want to generalise. There's some lovely ones as well. But groups of them, they can be vicious. Uh, or maybe they're just chilling out there now. Going, I don't know if you heard the news, but. Um, yeah. Pretty nice being on the beach in Koh Samui. Yeah, yeah for sure. Enough. Yeah. That's where they go for their R&R because it's fucking cold over there. But Thailand's infested, so is Spain and I assume a lot of other European countries. Rich, The, the richer Russians are there doing some grub shit. Uh, Kyle's unable to sit next to his fiancée, not his wife, sorry. Jet too, isn't it, though? So take yeah. what you're given. Instead, he had to sit in the seat in front of her. Oh, as long as they're both aisles, this is a win because I just told my wife that we, we've booked a trip the younger son has turned two, and we're just going up to Queensland. But it means there's three in one aisle, one in the other. Yeah. And what I used to do anyway was book my wife and I across from each other because you would constantly use me as a pillow on long-haul flights. You're not having which, that? No. Nah. Best you use some other bloke's shoulder. I don't, I don't care. Yeah. Just not me. In front, though, that's not a bad result. Watch yeah. your legs, love. Slam. <laughs> Flight attendant comes and says, can you put your seat up? It's meal time. Don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. She's fine with it. Uh, Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. 
That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. He um, I saw a bloke actually recently on a flight, long flight I was on. He got separated from his wife and two small oh. children. He put up a fake fight and then just went and had some quiet time on his own. Oh, for sure. It's happened to me. I just took it. It's brilliant. You've got to have your back. You have your back to the to your partner and kids and you're just winking the whole time going, fucking yeah. this is bullshit, mate. Oh, you're talking <laughs> through your teeth going, I'm about to say something nasty. Don't take it to heart, but fuck yeah. you, I'll go down the back. Oh, this no way. I demand yeah. to be, oh, okay, I'll go down the back. <laughs> but if you can't, like even without kids, if you can't handle a few hours, two hours, 50 minutes away from you, oh, from no, your there's fiance, some, no, there's something wrong with you. Have a look at the relationship. It's like people that can't go to the movies or to lunch by themselves. Oh, what yeah, yuck! What do you what do you make of those ones who, those couples who like they have to hold hands across the aisle, uh-huh. or like on a crowded footpath? They're just at all costs. I know yeah. a bloke who breaks through held hands while walking along the street. Doesn't care that it's now considered assault. Yeah. Doesn't even look back. That's how strongly he feels about codependence. <laughs> yeah. Just smash through it. Oh, yeah, I'm all for it. It's great. Something else that they have in common, a whole hand filled with dislocated fingers. Yeah. Or alternatively, you could sack whack yourself accidentally <laughs> with uh, people's yeah, hands. Like, you see, yeah, videos of kids trying to run through footy banners in junior games, but the, you know, the parents have fucking put a bit too much tape on it. Almost decapitate the kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, this this made Kyle agitated. He was turning around all flight, talking to her. Um, in the process of turning around, he kept bumping into the lady next to him, and he spilled his drink on her. She didn't. She didn't really like that. So Kyle squared up to her husband, who says chivalry's dead. He, uh, he began shouting and swearing at the woman's husband, calling him a fag. Old as time, isn't it? Or maybe, though, her marriage was an Oscar Wilde situation and Kyle was doing a favour, warning her, pointing it out. Although he could be a bit more sensitive. Don't have to rip the band-aid, band-aid straight off there. <laughs> Take it easy. Yeah. A uh, flight attendant came and asked Kyle to calm down, which he refused to do. Then he called the FA a what? Did he just put a G on the end of FA? Did he just keep it going? No, no, no. Oh. No. He said, is that right, you? Oh. Bad word. Yeah. Five oh. bucks in it for you. Cunt. No. Poof. Oh. He's running the numbers now, isn't he? Fuck, it was the same theme. Yeah. <laughs> is that right, you poof? All right. Now I've got to start, now I've got to start thinking of other ones. Yeah. <laughs> another, another flight attendant became concerned and thought Kyle was becoming a safety risk. So uh, she went and told the pilot who decided to divert the plane to Nantes, France. France. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Nantes in France. Once Kyle learned the plane was being diverted, he's quiet for the rest of the flight. Oh, Oof. too little, too late. You're in trouble, buddy. Might yeah. as well cut loose. Get it all out. Two gay slurs to do two different people. No. Nah. It's not a, you know, it's not the AFL drug policy. It's not three strikes and you're out. Is it, do they have three strikes there for drugs? Yeah, for recreational drugs, I believe the first time nothing gets set, like the club finds out, but it's not released to the public. But the police surely find out. No. Meaning? No. 
recreational drug use if they oh, get provided in a police piss aren't involved. Test. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And the second time is uh, the name's released and they get suspended for however long and then the third time you're out. I believe that's Out it. of the club. Yeah. Well, all right. Rest of us would just be jail first time. But yeah. Well, yeah. On. This is poor Kyle. He's, tried to, he's pulled up before what's next? Fairy. Don't know. Well, you can't <laughs> march it back after fag and poof, can you? <laughs> Some of those ones that you use sometimes, <laughs> probably. Uh, upon landing in Nantes, in France. Hold on, I'll I'll try and I'll try and figure out which one he used. I've just got to go to every second word of your text messages after hey. <laughs> <laughs> so after he, after he landed where in Nantes, in France, <laughs> the filth came on board. Status arrested. Hopefully, frog marched out of the plane, <laughs> literally. Uh, he ended up, right? They ended up going to Glasgow afterwards. He ended up, this has always been weird. Like, previous episode, the guy had to sit in Belfast and wait for his trial. Kyle gets to go home for his. He didn't, he didn't get tried oh. in France. I, I dare say, France just tell you to fuck off. Yeah. Get we out. Don't want We're you. Not wasting court resources on you, you loser. Yeah. Piss off back home. Don't ever come back. He ended up in Paisley Sheriff Court. We've been here before, haven't we? Glasgow. Yeah, it's right. a bit of a workout. Ah, yep. Paisley Courts in Glasgow. They're not closing due to lack of interest. Um, prosecutor was Margaret McCallum, lawyer Ann Houston. Manager of Jet 2, Phil Ward, said, as a family-friendly airline carrying millions of holidaymakers, many of whom are families, we simply will not to- tolerate aggressive or abusive behaviour on our flights. He's gotten like a bit of an ad in there. Yeah, I know. When you come with us to journey across the friendly skies to your yeah. beautiful holiday destination. With your wonderful family. <laughs> Don't forget the families. At award-winning low fares. If you're, if you're chucking in the word family twice though, that's too much yeah. for me. Family <laughs> values types usually hate gays anyway. I'd, I'd, I'd march it back. Too much family stuff. Yeah. Uh, family first. Yeah, that'd be great if you sound so sus in your, um, like in your statement that they go, hold on a sec, Carl, you go out there. We've just got to, we've got to look into this bloke a bit more. We'll get back to yeah. you. But yeah. <laughs> you keep saying family, you're up to something. <laughs> yeah. Give us your phone. If, uh, yeah. He's, he's called an employee something that, uh, you know, let's face it. You say, let's face it, during your press conference stuff, you're in, you know, you're sus. Uh, Kyle admitted to being a binge drinker and acting aggressively. He was Scottish. banned. Yeah, Scottish. He was banned from flying with Jet 2 for life. A bit like me. Uh, Charged 14,000 pounds. I don't think people realise banned for life, the the ramifications of that for, say, you or me living in Australia who have to fly yeah. a lot. You're limiting options a yeah. lot. So I assume Jetstar Qantas, there'd be a blanket ban across both of those if you did no, something wasn't like there, Qantas. Wasn't there, didn't we have that episode a fair while back, the angry grandma? Yeah. Just punching the bloke. Didn't she cop, it was like banned from Qantas and then got banned from Virgin or? Oh, right. Yeah, that's right. Or only one bander. Yeah, one was definitely Virgin. If you fuck up, this is where they get you. If you fuck up on Jetstar, 
I think they ban you from Jetstar and Qantas. Right. But you can go top down. Go Qantas, then yeah. Virgin, yeah. then Jetstar. Then that's it. Then you just got to get rich and get a private jet, mm. get back to New Zealand. How would you do it? How would, like if you had to get back, she was from New Zealand. You still got Air New Zealand. Oh, okay. You could fly, yeah. You, Chile. you could land yeah. Chile. <laughs> yeah. But within Australia, you've, you're done. Well, we had, a, we had a mate, I won't say his name, but a comedian, uh, quite a famous one, who just got given a shitload of credit for Emirates, I think. Yeah. And flew him and his mate first class Melbourne to Vegas. Yeah. But it had to go, because they were on Emirates, they went via Dubai. So you can, that you could do that. You could go Melbourne, Dubai, Dubai, Auckland. Oh, okay. You know? Yeah. There's ways around it. Melbourne, Vanuatu, Vanuatu, Sydney. That sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, he's, yeah, charged 14,000 pounds. It's about 27,000 mm. Australian dollars. The, uh, the band was not doing too well at this time and his friends Worst and family thing. had to help him pay the fine. Part of this payment was compo to people who missed their connections plus 9K legal fees on top and a fine of 1K. So legal fees, fuck, what a waste of money, greedy lawyers. If, you, if you're pleading guilty, as he ended up doing, why do you need to employ a lawyer? I'm sure a lawyer has a good argument for that to protect their livelihood. Again, I got to uh, spend a bit of time in a in a courtroom recently over something a bit grim, and um, oh, I didn't do it. But <laughs> the the <laughs> person, that. the defendant, pled guilty, and then the lawyer's job is to fucking just try and talk the judge down because you can say guilty, but there's such a range of you know time or fines or whatever you can get for certain yeah. things that the prosecutor then is going. Hey, uh, sorry, the defendant. Defence lawyer is going, hey, they already pled guilty. Let's try and bring yeah. this down Start a bit. haggling over the punishment. Yeah. The little stuff. Yeah. Hard job though. Yeah. Impartial judges though, like if they they should, if anything, look favourably on a bloke who puts his hand up and faces music without a spokesperson. Yeah, I did it. Oh, Do your worst. Bit of self-defence. But then, yeah, like representing yourself is so looked down upon. Again, we've spoken about it before. Our mate, Brett Blake, comedian, I, know, I think he does he's it seven from seven. Routinely, yeah. Yeah. But he puts a lot of time in. Does he? Yeah. I mean, these are parking, these are traffic fines and shit. Yeah. Most of us go, you know what? There's a full day out of my life plus prep. I'll just pay the 150 no. Whatever. He just tucks his mullet into his tarot cash and he gets in there, gets yeah. it done. Well, good luck when he's got wife and kids saying, yeah, I'm taking three days off work. <laughs> you pay the rent this week because I'm going to fucking prove a point for a hundred bucks. Kyle, immediately following this, checked himself into Lana Rehab Center in Thailand following the incident. So not totally out of money. He um, postponed the wedding to do so. This is This joint is the most comprehensive addiction treatment in the world, if you believe their press. I reckon, though, prison would be better than all of them <laughs> if they implemented the rules sufficiently. But get clean in a 4 by 6 Nothing to do but detox, is there really? Yeah, because alcoholism is, again, one of those diseases where if you just don't have it, it goes away. Yeah. Although some of our mates, I think, would say the opposite. It's always there lurking. It's always there. It's in the fucking Waiting. toilet in the corner of your room if you really want to brew it. <laughs> 
That's uh, anyway. Lana has a luxury section. They say the harsh treatment people receive from other rehabs causes them to relapse. I would think living in a luxury, like total luxury for a few yeah. months and then getting ejected back into your shitty life will cause far more people to relapse. Head back poolside, getting served mocktails from the pictures <laughs> I saw on the website, fun size pad ties and shit. So remember fat farms? They still have still have fat farms or is like a bravery retreat or something? Like, no, they're, they're still going. Are they? Yeah. Fev told a story about going one year um, before pre-season and he went with another bloke who was known to blow out, Lance Whitnell. But Fev, they lost all this weight in two weeks. Fev dropped fucking 10 or 12 kilos or something. Lance yeah. did the same. And then the night before it was in Queensland, they were flying to the Gold Coast the next day, just got absolutely maggot, Whitnell ate all this food, came back weighing the same. <laughs> you can put 10 kilos on in a day if you want, you reckon. Man, have you seen UFC fighters cut weight? Some of them will put on like when they really cut all the water weight and everything, will put on 12 kilos in 24 uh, hours in water. Have you got 24 hours between weigh-in and fighting? Yeah, weigh-in and fight. Yeah, right. Mate, a bit over 24. Um, Why don't they just go natural weight and get weighed just before the fight? Well, they – no, no, no. They – because sometimes they're if you fought at your natural weight – you're going to fight people a lot stronger who are cutting weight. It's a it's a very delicate because if you cut too much, you're a bit chinny, um, and you can gas a bit quicker. But if you get yeah. it right, you're fucking strong as an ox and just way bigger than the other bloke. When you just adds out. another element of fucking cloak and dagger to the whole thing, doesn't it? Oh man, you should see some of the footage of the guy. Like there was a fighter, Darren Till, that was on a treadmill in a sauna suit. Yeah, and he's like. I he's going, I can't see. I can't, I can't see. He just cut so much weight, he lost his vision. Brilliant. Heaps of them pass out. Getting his head punched in a day later. Yeah. Big turnaround. Just give him all gastro. See what happens. <laughs> Man, I was looking good there for a few hours post-gastro. Yeah. Completely good, fucked it good. since. But um, it's a good way to be. Atlanta. This is what they treat. The uh, These are the oh, afflictions yeah. Hold on. they treat there. Yep. Heroin. Cocaine. Methamphetamine. Ketamine. <laughs> MDMA. Prescription drugs. Hydrocodone. And oxycodone. More so, immediately, through snobbery, glue, paint, and petrol, off the table. Can't go to Lana. Piss off. <laughs> Yeah, if get, uh, although, yeah, if you got got the old silver lipstick on, getting yeah. around shadow boxing on a tram, there was a dude when I used to work in a mailroom in the city yeah. that I've every fuck I'd seen once a week I reckon on a tram, just different paint around the lips, yeah, having a fucking blinder, yeah, I was, yeah, because you're just miserable CBD office jobs, miserable on a tram, and he's just playing music, you know, yeah, loudly, of course, trying to break dance on a tram. Public transport people who play music, oh. like you'd better be fucked up. If you're completely sane, that's punchable. Oh, yeah. Like it's, I see it on a train sometimes. Always you hear it and go, I won't mess with them. Obviously, something's really wrong. But every now yeah. and then, some dickhead will just play without headphones music. Yeah. And I don't know. Well, my favorite, the um, speaker conversation. Oh, yeah. 
No good. And again, it's never it's never incredible news coming through. <laughs> Mate, we found it the breakthrough. We got yeah. the cure. <laughs> Although there's a dude, I go to an RSL gym and there's a few like there's older blokes there, but there's also the odd businessman fuckhead there. But this is during oh, yeah. the day when it yeah. should be just types like me who don't have traditional jobs there. And he's on his speaker, he's on his headphone phones, just doing real estate deals and shit. And Woodland and I want to fucking kill him. <laughs> like he's by far the worst bloke there. Yeah, but he but he's got the AirPods in. Yeah, he's got AirPods in. Yeah. It's just loud voice doing fucking deals. Yeah, while at the gym, that's not on. If I was wanting to park my cash somewhere or do a real estate deal, and I could hear gym music in the background, <laughs> click, hang up the phone. Go to some other show stuff. Yeah. Sort it out. You think he, uh, any of his any of his clients are ever going, who's yelling, shut up, fuckhead in the background, wherever you yeah. are? <laughs> I'm hearing two male voices. Fuck up, cunt. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna bash you. Who's yelling yeah. that? Are you safe? <laughs> the uh, the um Lana uh resort addiction center. Uh, the reviews are in. Overall, very positive. Although a couple of grouches are unhappy that it's not free. Uh, it appears to be, I looked into it, about 30% the price of a com- comparable service in Australia. Yeah. Luxury luxury rehab sounds not bad to me. I don't need it, but I wouldn't mind a few weeks of pampering at a health spa. Oh. But there's there's always too much namaste and shit though in there. Could do without that. Silence would be nice. Oh, yeah. But the spiritual stuff. Nah. But I think it wears off so quickly. Like my wife went to Greece with her mum and sisters for a couple of weeks. Mm. It was her first time that long away from the kids and on a holiday with yeah. our kids in ages. And I think all the joy and the relaxation, whatever, it burns off so quickly. For women? No, no, no. I think any parent, you get home and immediately one kid punches the other one and, you know, Mm. refuses to go to bed, jumps out of the bath, fully nude, does a piss on a carpet. Yeah. And it's you could have been away for six months, massages every day, yeah. poolside cocktails, and you forget all of that within minutes of entering of a home with children. <laughs> yep. As soon as your toe touches the floorboard, it's over. It's like it didn't fuck. Might as well not fucking happen. Yeah. I don't know why I've got a tan in the middle of winter, but I'm fucking furious. Yeah. You forget. I'll tell you, I'll tell you the program at Lanner. And uh, it starts at 7.30 a.m., mountain biking through rice fields, probably ruining someone's livelihood with your tire tracks, uh, or water aerobics or yoga. Yeah. Then the day is just full of all the shit you're imagining at a rehab, healthy food group, chats, early nights. Imagine that you're a rice farmer there in Thailand just busting your balls. Yeah. And people are riding past on mountain bikes going, we're paying more than you earn a month. Oh. Per day to just not drink. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> ding, ding. <laughs> you know, mate, nice hat. Uh, after his 56 days at Lanner, he went to Karma Lanner, which is their recording studio come rehab centre. That's a good pivot. Oh. Keep the rock and roll types in the system a bit yep. longer. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Kyle got married to Laura. By the way. You know what's never come out of that joint? A fucking classic rock hit. Good album. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
I've you know, read the small print on the back of your records. <laughs> I reckon never recorded at Lana, Karma Lana Studio. The thing's not even on. It's got some big fake speakers and shit there. The golden mic not even plugged in. They got married. Love conquers all. They've had two kids. Life's on track. Things are much better since he stopped binging. Who'd have thought? Yeah. He uh, released a solo album oh, yeah. in 2018 without much fanfare. But although I do think it's more evolved than songs about not changing your clothes and shit for a few days like he used to do, he'd been doing little pub gigs for a long time trying to work up the solo stuff. But people just kept yelling at him to do view songs so it didn't work out. Right. He's like, fucking, it's like a pub guy doing his own original works and getting <laughs> told to play some Barnsey. Oh, fuck, that'd be rough. Well, it's a Daryl Braithwaite hates horses. Of course he does. Hates he charges it. extra yeah. to play it if he's doing a corporate. It's not his song, is that correct? Oh, I don't know. Uh, maybe he didn't write it, I'm not sure. Yeah. He's got so many others he wants to play. Everyone's like, horses can't. If he does a corporate, yeah, I'll do it. Ten grand or twenty if you want me to play horses. So <laughs> it's like I love it. I mean, it's like when you go and do new material oh, yeah. night and people keep yelling, do the bit about <laughs> masturbating. Turns out you're on a bus and the driver's your dad. <laughs> and you have to do it. <laughs> Mom. <laughs> anyway. By the way, the the sol- I saw the solo album. That first one is called No Thank You. Oh yeah. Which I I assume is what he thinks he said on the plane. Oh, right. Left out the last word there, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Left out the slur. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What do you reckon? (laughs) Dot, dot, dot. Yeah, but his next solo album, what are you looking at? (laughs) Wouldn't that be great? What do you reckon? Dot, dot, dot. What are you looking at? Dot, dot, dot. Great. (laughs) Man, anyway, life's on track for Kyle and his wife and and his growing family. So good on you, mate. Keep up the good work. Have a second crack. Great effort. That's what we're all for. Redemption stories here at MFBHQ. Thank you so much for listening. That brings us to the end of another episode. Remember Sydney, September 9, midflightbrawl.com for the final tickets, the 2 p.m. show, and then Nick Cody and friends after that. We'll see you next week. Bye. See you, mate. Thanks for tuning in to Midair Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid-flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.